1: Hey ladies and welcome to Powered Up Talk Radio where we're going to talk today about taking the right steps to get the things you want. I think it's really important Linda that we have this conversation because for 40 years I walked this earth not knowing how to ask for what I wanted and because my focus was on so many other things and so many other people I didn't even know what I wanted much less how to ask for it and I think Having instruction on how to ask for what we want, not just to other people, but to put it out to the universe so that things can arrange in a nice, logical, wonderful order to bring us the life we've already dreamed of. It is possible. I, I think, you know, we, we need to start from the ground, though, of how do we ask for what we want?
2: Well, we, it's, it's easy to ask for what you want. But if you're not in the place to be asking, then you shouldn't be asking because you're not going to get it, and then it's only going to be discouraging. I think it's very important to, to look at yourself um, and to really understand the way it works so that when you ask, you know that you're going to receive it because you're Asking from the right place, and the right place is, you know, your higher consciousness. Because otherwise, it usually falls flat. Sometimes or, you get lucky, and it happens. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I didn't understand all of this, you know, many years ago in Wall Street. Uh, I got what I wanted, um, but maybe I was doing, maybe I was, because I was very excited and very passionate about the work I was doing. So I guess that's why it, it materialized the way it did.
1: Well, I think for some of us, you know, asking for what we want isn't easy. I know it wasn't easy for me. I was always taught, you know, it was impolite to ask for things. It was impolite to, um, you know, I think a lot of it depends on your your cultural and your, your, your upbringing. But when it came to figuring out what I wanted – I started to ask from it from the position of what I don't want. Like, you know, I didn't, didn't get something, so then I would ask for it. Or I didn't make the money I wanted, so I would ask for it. And I, I started asking at the wrong times.
2: Well, at, at the wrong times or you are in the wrong place. Which right, means right, that wrong, you wrong were place. resonating with what you wanted, so there's there's no way that it could come into you. It's like trying to listen to a country and music station when you're on a classical music station. It's not gonna it's not gonna transmit. Well,
1: and I I think back to like, you know, when I was really struggling, you know, for money, and I kind of blocked everything out. But then when I would sit down to pay my bills, and I was in a really bad place. That's when I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to follow the secret, I'm going to follow all these things. And I'm going to try to manifest this money, I'm going to try to call this money to me and call this abundance to me. But I was sitting there literally in like a funk of lack, you know, like I couldn't have been feeling worse about my company myself my everything and I was trying to manifest from that place because I was manifesting out of desperation and I think a lot of us do that Linda when we don't know better
2: yes absolutely and then when you're when you're asking and you're in that place of desperation um, what happened um, what happened to
1: you did you get more of the same Yeah, I got more debt, more people, you know, delaying payments, and and I really, I would sit there scratching my head going, you know, I watched The Secret, I worked on the book, I, I, I did everything that, that, i knew how to do but one of the things that it wasn't wasn't really covered in that and wasn't covered in a lot of the teachings that are prosperity teachings today are the state of mind the state of being that you have to be in to be able to 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 work this angle or to to have these kind of results you can't manifest money from a pile of bills you can't manifest health and and wellness. From a position of sickness and fatigue, you know, you've got to kind of shift that energy in you to attract what you want. And I really didn't understand that. I still don't really understand it. I just know that it works. (laughs)
2: I don't know if you have to understand it but you just need to know that it works and you know from personal experience as do I that you have to do the personal work involved to make that happen you know there's a million coaches out there that are promising you know the world you know just do this 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 and this and all of a sudden your whole you know your whole business or, or your relationships or whatever you want to turn around is going to turn around and it doesn't work that way if you don't go inside of yourself you're the only one that can make it happen. So, um, again, it, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty um, simple, um, not often easy, because it requires people to take responsibility for themselves, their lives, what they're getting out of life or not getting out of life, and they don't want to do the work. They just want it to come, and it, it just doesn't work that way.
1: Well, and I think when you're afraid... You know, fear is a big block. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really hard to create the life you want when you're afraid.
2: Yeah. So what do you do? I mean, if you, if you continue to be afraid and not look to why you're afraid or try to get rid of the fear, you're just going to get more of it. Now, I mean, life shows you that. So I don't know. Well, I guess I do know why people are so resistant to making that change making that leap making that leap into okay this is what i want but in order i and even before i get it i'm gonna feel like i've got it so i you know i'm gonna just be this great happy person because i know it's coming and it will but most people they need to see it feel it material it has to be here it has to be now they have to know exactly how it's going to come where it's going to come from who's going to help them and you know and when you have all of those things happening it gets confusing and it and it doesn't work
1: Absolutely. You get completely frazzled. You get completely overwhelmed when you when you try to create anything, you know, whether it's a company, whether it's a a child, whether it's a, you know, a a book or a piece of art. It's really hard to to create those from from a from a from a negative space, from a bad space, from, you know, an unhappy space or a blocked space and clearing all that stuff out is not difficult. It's not easy, but it's not difficult. And it's it's the reason why some people seem to call relationships to them, call money to them. It's not dumb luck. They're actually doing something that the rest of us aren't.
2: Yes, I mean, even relationships, uh, they're saying, you know, how come I'm not finding the right guy or the right girl? I mean, I'm dating and dating, and and it just isn't happening for me. Um, But they're not they have to be who they want to attract and until they are until they're the person that they want to attract they're not going to get there but again it it, it involves doing some really um, some good soul searching and be willing to do the work to be in that place so you do attract the person because you are you know you're like you're that person and you're going to attract a person that you know that that you want because you are that person already i mean does it sound crazy
1: no it doesn't sound crazy but it does sound Difficult. It sounds like, you know, well, how do I become the person, you know, that I want to be or that, that, you know, is the right person for this other person? And what that really means is how do you get yourself to a place of peace? How do you get yourself to a place of joy and happiness and, you know, where you don't feel you have to control everything and you're willing to receive? You're willing to allow these things to come in because we get a lot of messages every day from social media to the internet, to television and radio. You know, there's all these messages out there, Linda, that say, you know, we're not good enough. We need X, Y, and Z to be good enough or we need these shoes or this haircut. And all of that couldn't be more wrong in attracting the right person. Of course not. You know, that's just,
2: you know, that's just fluff. Um, the real stuff is, is, uh, is the core, is you. And, you know, that... That is worth the effort. That is worth the work that you have to put in to get there. And if you're looking at your life and you're saying, boy, this isn't sure what I planned. This isn't what I dreamed of. Know that it can change, but you have to change before it before that comes to you. And we can go through all of the things that, that we need to do because it's really, really important. I mean, you're worth it. I mean, life is worth it. Life is not meant to be a struggle and a and a, and a misery. It's supposed to be a joy and, and full of love. But it it can't be when you're not full of love and you're not you know, full of joy. So,
1: it's easy. You just have to be what you want to attract. I know, but that just that that um that time that kind of concept of of you know to be what you want to attract. I think. I know for me, I t- thought, well, okay, if I want to attract somebody who's healthy, I've got to be healthy. If I want to attract somebody who's who's fun, I've got to be fun. And then all of a sudden, the light turned on. And it's like, yeah, because if I'm out putting all that out to the universe whether it's it's for a mate or a friend or an assistant to work with me, um, all of those things that we put out do come back to us, and we do resonate with some people over other people. It's like my dad used to say this thing in the Navy, like um, all ships rise, water seeks its own level, and when the water rises, all ships rise, and so all ships also sink. So for us to to we want to be with the ships who rise not with the ships who sink and then we can all be together and elevate and you know these concepts are so tough to define in in tangible words but when we come back from the break linda and i are going to talk about some of the how to's this the actual steps that you need to take to move forward to attract the person you want to live the lifestyle you want to have the money you want all these things are possible we see it every day people getting their dreams to come true, and we're going to help you get there.
0: Stay with us. We've got lots more ahead. We'll be right back. It's words never heard.
3: Christmas traditions vary around the world citizens of Finland visit the sauna on Christmas Eve and listen to the national piece of Christmas radio broadcast. Norway is the birthplace of the Yule log cake, and in Greece, many people believe in goblins that cause mischief during the 12 days of Christmas. Captain John Smith drank the first eggnog in his 1607 Jamestown settlement. Nog comes from the word grog, which refers to any drink made with rum. Since Christmas arrives in Australia in the middle of summer, Jing bangs or crowds of Aussies celebrate at the beach with beer and Skittles. This is the time each year where we have to climb up to the sky parlor or attic to fetch our Christmas lights. What's the word for decorating till we're about to collapse? flip floppas.
0: us. It's Merging
3: I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app to Funny for Word. It's Merging Neighborhood. Well, for the 19th consecutive year, the Labrador Retriever is the most popular dog in America. We used to own a yellow Lab, and she was constantly jumping up and knocking things off the coffee table. I guess Labs can be a bit clumsy at times. What are other words for clumsy? Humulty-jumulty and humperty-clumperty. Rounding out the 10 most popular breeds in America are German Shepherds, Yorkshire Terriers, Golden Retrievers, Beagles, Boxers, Dash Hounds, Poodles, and Shih Tzus. Dash hounds actually make a good pull toy for little kids because they've already been stretched. Apparently, beagles can be difficult to train as they can be haber blabber or strong-willed. Why is it dogs get annoyed when you blow in their face, but take them for a ride in the car and they'll stick their head out the window? It's words, the I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words.
0: We're having a great discussion. Let's get back to it.
1: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and this is Powered Up Talk Radio and we're talking today about the position and the place you need to be kind of in your body, mind and spirit in order to attract what you want. And one of the things that happened is I learned to master this and I wouldn't say I'm a master, I just say I got better at it. Um, I had a client base many years ago that I really did not enjoy. I didn't enjoy coaching them, I didn't enjoy talking to them. More often than not, I felt frustrated and angry or upset after our sessions, and they were all very combative, combative personalities that really clashed a lot with my more gentle manner, and I would feel beat up at the end of the day. And I used to sit there, Linda, thinking at my desk, going like, you know, oh, my God, I hate my clients. I hate these clients. Oh, these clients are driving me nuts. Oh, you know, all this stuff. And then I learned, you know, from our radio shows and from some of these experts to, like, shift and start asking for what I wanted. And at the time, I didn't know what else to do, so I just put on some music in my office. I put on, you know, Happy Uplifting, my favorite music, my favorite tunes, until I could feel myself lighten up. I could feel my heart open. I could feel everything get lighter and brighter, and, you know, and I was smiling and singing along to the music, and I realized that that... Point at which I felt really up made sense to me that that up place was the place I needed to be to ask for what I want. It matched up what we were learning on these radio shows. So I would crank up the tunes till I felt really good, and then I would say, "Gosh, I really love my clients. They pay on time. Lots of them prepay. They're happy to pay for my services," and it felt super cornball. Like I felt so funny. The first times I did it, because I was just, you know, making this stuff up of like this dream world that at the time I really didn't think was possible. But then I kept hearing that, you know, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to act as if I'm going to act as if I love my clients. I love my work. I love this. I love that. And the funniest thing happened on the way to the loony bin was (laughs) the clients that I really disliked. One of them went on a business, two of them went on to other coaches, and they just kind of drifted away, and in their place came my current client base that I just adore. They are wonderful people who are just a joy to work with, and I know that nothing else changed in my business, Linda, but me. I didn't fire them. I didn't do a clearinghouse and bring in all new people. It happened over the matter of, you know, six eight months that all of a sudden this started happening, and this was the other thing funny that happened, is when I moved into this neighborhood, Linda, you know, where my office is, there were some of the, I will call them the mean moms. They're moms who go, their kids go to school with mine, and they're the mean moms, and I would have to see the mean moms, and I would kind of hide from the mean moms, and instead, I thought, well, I wonder if clearing out my Workspace would work for clearing out like my personal space and so i did the same thing i put my music on i got myself all happy in this good space and then i said oh i love the women i work with i love the women i see every day we support each other we have so much fun we go back to our families and raise our kids and live our lives i swear to god linda one of them moved one of them got transferred and the other retired and i felt like i hit a home run
2: And you did. But let's go back for a second.
1: When you were in the place where you hated your clients
2: and it was a misery, uh, why um, or what space were you in yourself when you were working with them? Was it fear based that if I lose the clients, I'm going to lose the income? Yes,
1: absolutely.
2: So that, you know, so that was really a fear based clientele that you had because you were. Fear-based. Right. And, and, you know, when someone is really um, afraid of their business or afraid of their relationship or whatever, whatever is going on in their lives, um, they're usually not as nice as they could be when things are going, you know, happily um, and they're moving along. So you were getting those you were attracting those people because you were in that space that they were in.
1: Right, and it was like a self-revolving hamster wheel because, yeah. you know, the more clients I brought on and then I would get nervous about, you know, there's always an argument over, like, I still hate to do the billing, not as much as I did, but, and I actually worked with a hypnotherapist to get over my billing problems because... All of that cycling of negative energy, of having to argue for my paycheck, of having to justify my bill, you know, and I'm really clear and very clean and, you know, here's the work I'm going to do for you, here's what it's going to cost, sign off, you know, fly me free, pay me, I'll do the job and whatever. There really wasn't room for all this conflict, but the people that I was attracting were conflict junkies and they would eventually pay their bill in full but it was always a struggle and it always made me feel like crap and I realized I'm in this self-fulfilling prophecy it's like not only do I my clients are difficult and cranky and awful but I became difficult cranky and awful and then as I slid down the rabbit hole then you know everything just kept going with it and it was like this This tornado cycle going down and I had to stop it. And as silly as it sounds, putting on that music and dancing around my office till I felt good and then moved into that creative space from that good feeling, that's what turned things around.
2: No, that's not silly at all. And it's what we talked about in the first segment. You have to you have to be happy. You have to be joyful. You have to be excited. You have to be passionate, even before the thing comes. That's you know, just knowing that it's coming, or not knowing that it's coming. It doesn't matter. But you shifted you, even before you had concrete results of what that was going to be. You know, so that you you were in the space. You were in that. You were in that groove, so that. It was only a matter of time before the good things happened because you were already there. Does that does that make sense? It
1: does, because the feeling was there.
2: The feeling was there. You were there. Your your consciousness was there. You were aware of what you were doing. It felt good. It changed things. And you became a different person. And so therefore you attracted like people to what you are into
1: your into your world and that's the way it works. I did and it worked in my relationship areas too. You know the the type of man that I attracted in that space was the hero you know he wanted to come in and be the hero he wanted to save me and the kids and you know all those are really good things but you know the problem with attracting a hero especially if you're me is eventually i'm not going to need the hero anymore i'm just going to need a partner or a man um yes, i don't yes, need for- to be saved on a regular basis
2: yes and heroes are usually very controlling.
1: yes And that's true. That's true. Because my relationships were with very, very controlling men. And that was all like Linda, I couldn't swing a dead cat around without hitting somebody who wanted to come in, save me, save the kids and then control everything. And, you know, that wasn't working for me. And as I shifted inside, as I shifted in, I used to go around about my day pretending I was happily married. Pretending that when I looked at the phone, I'm like, oh, let's see what my happily married husband says today. Or let's see what my, you know, like what fun post did my, you know, boyfriend put on me on Facebook. And it was this little mental game I played with myself. And it was super fun. Like it got to the point where my fantasy life was probably better than most people's. Real life life. And I would go in and buy flowers. And it didn't matter that the flowers didn't come from him. And I bought the flowers. I just loved the flowers. And I started to really shift, and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you in love? Did you meet someone? And the funny thing was, Linda, I hadn't. No, but what you happened is you became in love with yourself.
2: Yes. (laughs) And that, you know, and from, from there from that core from that from that starting off point other things happen but you have to get there and that's the hardest part for most people is getting there where they love themselves they can get uh, let go of a lot of the things that have been holding them back taking a good look at themselves and paying attention and paying attention to how they feel and what they do every day and what they're attracting i mean it, why are people so oblivious to to
1: what they are creating Well, because, because you don't realize it, you're, you know, you got to kind of wake up and go, there's so much more to every day than the daily grind. There's so much more and there's more ways to make money and, and get the things you want rather than pushing and struggling. You know, there's, there's kinder ways to get what you want for yourself and, I never even considered the remote possibility of these kinder ways of, of attracting the people I want in my life, attracting the things I want in my life. I was raised with the with the idea that you had to struggle and work hard and, you know, be like Fred and Barney Rubble with the pickaxe at the mine, having to carve out my little piece in the world. I, I didn't know there was another way.
2: No, absolutely. And and I, you know, basically I felt the same way because I was on Wall Street and it was, you know, that, you know, that was either, either you, you swim with the sharks or you're eating. But, you know, that was then. And, and you when you know better, you do better. But the right. key is to, to then, you know, to, to always, even when you think you've got it, is to be checking in with yourself to see what's going on
1: and Nobody's not saying to work hard nobody's saying you know not to do things and we're going to talk about this you know when we get back from the break because you know when i first got exposed to this way of thinking i was like you know what am i supposed to do lay in my hammock all day and bask in the sunshine and expect the money fairy to drop on my doorstep with buckets of money and a you know handsome guy with flowers um i had to i had to get that right in my mind what that really meant and you still do the things you're going to do you just do them in a very different way
2: yeah you're still you you just change your behavior and you change you change your priority list i think we can talk about that too it's very important
1: yeah and changing how you show up every day makes all the difference you know you don't have to run out and quit your job you don't have to get a divorce break up with your boyfriend you know you don't have to do all those things but you do need to wake up every morning making a choice on how you're going to show up that day and we're going to talk about more of this when we come back from the commercial break we'll be back after these messages
0: stay with us we've got lots more ahead we'll be right back it's Marching, never heard.
3: did you know celebrating new year's eve started in babylon 4000 years ago the most common new year's resolution in those days was to return borrowed farm equipment most Americans do make at least one resolution, usually related to health and fitness. But making a New Year's resolution stick is difficult if you're a mumpsimus. That's a person who obstinately clings to a bad habit. For many of us, New Year's resolutions seem to go in one year and out the other. Most New Year's resolutions fail by January 20th due to kinatophobia. That's the dislike of change. Call me a Krusty Gripes. But my New Year's resolution is to stop hanging out with people who ask me about my New Year's resolutions. It's words you Never Heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and for more words you never heard, check out my podcast at wordsyouneverheard.com.
0: It's words you Never Heard.
3: There are more cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small, mid-eastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle. And a group of adult cats is a clowder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? nugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see his equal.
0: It's words you never
3: I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app Too Funny
0: for Words. We're having a great discussion.
1: Let's get back to it. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are talking about the kind of mindset, heart set, soul set you need to be uh, in, that you need to have in place in order to manifest the things you want. And, you know, this isn't like Harry Potter waving a magic wand um, type of manifestation. This is about putting yourself in the right place to ask for what you want and to put out to everyone around you whether they're listening or not like you know what do you need what do you want what are you doing where are you going and when I first started practicing all this, Linda, I I fumbled a lot, and I would, you know, I would start it, then I would feel dumb, then that I wouldn't get the results I wanted right away, so I would would stop, and then I'd go. You know, there was a lot of stops and starts for me, and then I decided I was going to really dig my heels in and 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 show up every day from this space, you know, choose to show up every day from this space, and the first couple go rounds, you know, I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And when I got some negative results, I thought about, like, you know, just going back to my old behaviors. But then things started to turn around. And the difference now in how I handle things makes sense. And it makes opportunity for more to come in. And I'm going to give everybody a picture of what this looks like. Recently, I had a client who ran up a bill, and then I cut her off, and then she refused to pay it, not because my service wasn't good, not because of anything else other than, you know, she didn't have to. She lives in another state, and what are you going to do? You can't collect uh, from me anyway, and I thought about it, and I thought about, like, should I take this personally? Like, what should I do with this? Should I fight back with her? Like, all these things, Linda, and it came down to Yes, she owes me this money, but I can make more money getting back to work than the opportunity cost of losing all this money by getting into an argument with her, getting into legal, whatever whatever it would be. I conserved my energy, and I thought, you know what? I don't agree with her decision. There really isn't a good way for me to enforce her to get her to pay this bill, to do what I want. I'm going to cut my losses, And I'm not going to let it upset me and I'm going to get back to work and I'm going to focus on new business, which is exactly what I did. And I brought in business that maybe I wouldn't have brought in business for a week because I, I, I didn't get involved in her drama, her not wanting to pay the bill, her whole thing, whatever led her to have a dishonest heart. Was her problem, not mine. And I wasn't about to invite that into my space. I wasn't about to invite the fight. Because at that point, all that would happen is I would exhaust myself. And I couldn't do what I needed to do for myself, which is to, to get my company moving in another direction.
2: No, absolutely. Um, And, you know, the first question we've talked about this on other shows is when you're, you know, brought into a drama, you say, is this mine? And quite clearly, this wasn't yours, Um, although you could have made it yours very easily because and what would you have done if you, you know, if you suitor or you sent email angry emails or or did something you you know on facebook shaming her whatever people do these days and this is some crazy world but what that does is that lowers your vibration your your go. she's drawn you down to where she is when you want to be up to where you you know you have to be so it's you don't get drawn in that way anymore and as you said i I focused not on that, but focused on my business and bringing in new business and staying in that good place, so I know that
1: it'll happen and it's right a and choice. the old, have choices right. The old sand would have been upset. the old sand would have been angry for two or three days. The old sand would have written letters, maybe had an attorney write a letter, and I would have spent so much more effort collecting this money now granted it wasn't a huge amount you know it wasn't like my life's work it wasn't like my year's work or whatever you know it was more you know you just owe me the money and it's not right for you not to pay it but i didn't even get caught up in the wrongness of it that the old sand would have like ruminated on this like you owe me this money you jerk you should have paid this like you know blah 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 i would have wasted all this energy i would have wasted hours linda i would have wasted so much of my energy and you know we're all only given 24 hours a day to spend you know you can always spend more money but you only get 24 hours i don't care if you're elon musk launching that rocket today or you're Beck sitting on the radio he gets 24 hours so do i So how do you want to spend it? And I thought to myself when this happened, how do I want to spend it? I don't want to spend two days talking about this. I don't want to spend two weeks fighting about it. I want to live my life and I want to create more and I want to stay in that space where I feel really good because when I feel really good, I can make a lot of money. Well, that's the
2: key. So, you know, whatever trial and error you've gone through, now you realize that at all costs, stay in that space because that space is going to bring you what you want.
1: And right. Just, you know, if I joined her in some sort of mud fest, some social no. media mudslinging, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten any work done. I wouldn't have created anything. In fact, I would have repelled people, probably repelled my nice clients.
2: Yeah, well, absolutely, because it would have drawn down your I'm going to use the word vibration because we're all energy. And, you know, so we all vibrate at different energy levels. So when you are in that good space and creating business and bringing in clients and being happy, you're at a very high vibration. But obviously this person was at a very low vibration. And if you had followed, you know, her down the rabbit hole, that's where you would have ended up too and set yourself back. But you're smart enough now to know that's, you know, it just isn't worth it. It isn't worth it, and it's not my fight. And it you wasn't know. yours. It wasn't your fight. You're not the one that that you know that that reneged on a on a bill. You you provided a great service, and this person said, "Screw you,"
1: <laughs> basically, right. And, she's and, you know, the funny thing is the old San would have been upset. The old San's feelings would be hurt. The old San would have, you know, carried this with her, you know, like that, that thing about the two guys, you know, the, the, the roomy thing or whatever it is, the two monks that care, the one monk carried yes. the woman across the stream. Yes. And then, you know, that monk forgot about it. The one who carried about the lady. And then when those two monks met up like 20 years later, you know, that, other monk was like hey you're the monk that carried the girl across the stream he had forgotten about her and that other monk was still carrying her in his memory carrying her in that space and it's like when when stuff like this happens to you you have to make the decision of whether you want to carry it and most of it is too heavy to carry her desire not to pay her desire to say screw you or her desire to do whatever that's too heavy for me linda i don't want to carry that Absolutely not, and you have to figure. You know, if you would
2: have, you know, as I said, gone down that rabbit hole, it's all ego-based. She bruised my ego. She must think I'm an idiot. If I don't go after her, she's going to think I'm an easy mark. What is all of that? That's that's your ego. You know, oh, never wants to come in number second at number two. It always wants to be, you know, in in charge, in control. And you're saying, okay i'm not gonna my ego is not that fragile right now because i know what supersedes the ego it's called being aware it's being conscious it's being knowing who you are and what you need to do to get the things you want and i'm not you know if the ego has a place we'll have to do a show on ego and consciousness because it's like really fascinating to me and the ego isn't all bad it has its place it's but it's it's places in physical reality and in our world, in our little linear world. And we've got so much more inside of us that goes so far beyond that. And when you tap into that,
1: that's when the magic happens. It does. It does. And, you know, you can see with this very, like, prosaic example of of non-payment, or it could be, you know, at at uh, an event where, you know, somebody doesn't pull their weight or somebody blames something on you. You know, part of me, especially, you know, with a lot of my military training and the experience I had working with the military, I was kind of conditioned to fight. And it was... Hard for me to wrap my head around going, I don't need to throw my lot into this to fight. Like, this is not my fight. Like, am I deserving of getting paid? Yes. But I'm more deserving of having a peaceful day and conduct myself in a way that I make even more business with the new person you know I didn't look at it as giving up the ego is all about like oh she didn't value my services and now I'm offended or you know she's not paying her bill I'm going to make her pay her bill you know all that is ego based but all that energy expenditure I would use to have that whole drama in the end Linda would have cost me probably more money than I could collect
2: (laughs) that's exactly right you know, but it's, it's really hard. I mean, I'm a fighter by, by nature as well. I've, you know, I've been a fighter all my life because I think I have a really, really, really strong survival um, survival uh, instinct. And, you know, it, when, some, when I'm challenged or I feel like I'm in a, in a, in a corner, I mean, well, the first thing is that the claws come out because I'm, I'm going to fight. But that was me before and for most of my life and I'm older than you are so I've got more practice at fighting Um, but you know now before I put the claws out before I say okay I do exactly what we've been talking about if I go if I do what I've always done before I look ahead and say what's going to happen and you can see it because you've done it so many times before if i go down that ugly road i'm only going to feel bad and then i'm going to end up you know being upset that i was you know so mean or the other person is going to be hurt and then i'm going to feel bad and i You never feel good when that that is happening or after it's happening. So now I look at that and I say, no, I'm not going to go there. I ask the question like you're asking, is this mine? If it's not, I just walk away. And you know what? It feels so good to walk away.
1: Right. Or as I put it in military speak, we're going to advance in a different direction. (laughs) I just walk away. From her payment issue, I chose to go and work and make more money. Yes. Or you chose to
2: stay in your good space. And from your good space, you can
1: make more money. From your bad space, chances are not great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to lay down our heads at night and feel we did a good job that day and that we enjoyed our life here there can't be a price put on feeling bad the cost is too high we're going to be back after the break to talk more about the costs stay with us we've got lots more ahead we'll be right back
4: This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. It's
0: words
3: you never heard. Man cannot live by bread alone; he must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids; his dogs love it too. Last night, I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutaphobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream.
4: It's marching down
3: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: We're having a great discussion. Let's get back to it.
1: Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are talking about changing from the inside out to get what you want, and... When we make these changes, Linda, you know, we don't exist in a vacuum. We're all interlocked, you know, and you know how like when you when somebody comes up to meet you for the first time, like you're at a cocktail party or you're at a soccer match or you're at a company event and somebody wants to introduce you to their friend. Even before you look at them, you know, look at their hair, their eyes, their shoes, you know, whatever it is you get a sense of their energy you get a sense if they're upset if they're happy if they're easygoing, if they're scared you know all of these things give us a million clues when we show up and we haven't even opened our mouths we haven't even said anything or had anything said about us and you know that same little dance music trick that i use you know to get myself in the state for manifesting i also use when i go to event to meet people i'll rock out in the car and sing and dance a little bit on the way over there all while i'm driving till i'm in a really good mood and then i show up and it's the same thing when i show up to meet somebody new i try to pull up that energy because when you radiate happiness positive goodness excitement to be there you Have such a different experience, and so does everybody around you.
2: Yes, and you know, absolutely, and that's a really good tip. Or, you know, if you're going to speak somewhere, or if you're going to do anything that you're going to be in the spotlight, rather than be fearful and afraid that you're, you know, you're going to make a mess of it, you know, get yourself really happy before you get there, and then it it will kind of go along with what you know, whatever you're there to do. But, yes, I mean, people, people. Think that their energy, or their happiness or unhappiness, isn't coming through. But it, you know, if you're if you're the least bit uh, cognizant, it it comes. People can see it. You can't hide it. You know, it's um, and there's you know, you meet someone even by their handshake. I mean, everybody talks about the handshake. When it's like, like a limp little like salmon, it there's it says something about the person. I mean, I, it may sound stupid but if if they haven't got enough energy to shake your hand so you can feel it you know it's like I want to walk away
1: that person is tired (laughs) <laughs> right. Or that person, it doesn't believe in themselves or that person is is afraid. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how many little tells there are to someone's energetic state or someone's being um, even even before we we. Open the door. Even before we we say word one, we give off so much of who we really are, and I think that's why you know. There's times when you're like, wow, I just really don't like that person, and you haven't even met them. You know, you haven't even given them a chance. And um, I think that that comes down to your energy level. It comes down to what. What what are you giving off, and how are you showing up? I'm a big proponent of how do you show up. You know, do you show up to a conference room meeting, you know, with a great attitude? Do you show up? You know, people a lot of times, Linda, especially lately, are like, wow, what's your magic? Like, you must have drank something because, you know, everything's going your way, or all these good things are coming to you, and they're coming to me, I really believe, Linda, because I am putting out so much energy to everyone around me, to, to be joyful, to be a participant, to be supportive, to not take offense to things. I mean, God, you look at what's going on on Facebook. You post one little thing, and there's a bunch of trolls ready to jump out from under the bridge and club you to death. And <laughs> Yes. You know, that's not yeah, Facebook. <laughs> right, but that's not, you know, I'm still going to be positive. You know, I posted about, you know, the, 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 the vehicle has entered Sonic, speed today you know i was so excited you know for that rocket launch and for all of spacex hard work and all the engineers that went into that and you know i was talking to some people and they're like oh wow maybe it'll maybe it'll blow up and i'm thinking that's that really that's that's what you're hoping for that's your intention for this you know we're we're making great inroads in space and you know who do you want to be around the guy who wants to watch it blow up so he can feel satisfied he's sitting in you know his his you know office that he hates or do you want the person who's enthusiastic about what's happening i mean anybody can make that choice
2: yeah it's you know it I, I keep saying it's so simple and, it, and it's But it, for, for a lot of people, including us, I mean, we've been doing this for years. I've been doing it since I was 29. I, that was the start of, of this journey. Um, and I'm just arriving at all of this now. But it's a constant learning and taking in and shifting and letting go of the old stuff. I mean, you're never, never going to get it 100%. But, you know, you've got to keep moving with it you know, letting go of the old stuff to so to make room for the new stuff. And and so many people are so resistant of, of change, of letting go. But, you know, that's what it's all about. And when you see great. the magic, as you've been talking about on, on the show today,
1: I mean, how could you... What have you got to lose? Right, it doesn't cost anything. In fact, what I've noticed is if you're choosing to be like eeyore you know the guy in winnie the pooh you know the the here i come i'm eeyore i lost my tail again um and look on the dark side of everything or you could be like you know snoopy and and that little yellow bird woodstock who are dancing joyfully through life both of them take effort it takes effort to be down it takes effort to be up but i will tell you at the end of the day when you make an effort to be up and positive and in that space that you can create what you want and and bring joy to others you're so much less exhausted at the end of the day you get that good tired you know what I'm talking about that feeling you got a good tired
2: oh absolutely and you can go to bed at night and say this was a good day and now I'm going to set my intention for tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be even a better day but let's get specific about what I want for tomorrow Right. And if you go to, you know, if you go to bed in the good place, you're going to wake up in the good place. If you go to bed in the bad place, you're going to continue to wake up in the bad place. So the good place is, is where you want to be because it feels so good to be in the good place. And it reflects on whoever is around you, you know, with your husband or your kids or your family, they can tell the difference. And when you change and, and all these, wonderful things start to happen it it changes them too they they may not know it's changing them but it is because they they see it they say what's going on i see that she's calmer i see her you know that she doesn't get upset about the same things that she would as an example um i just did a renovation in my apartment and so the wood floor was put down and um, then I start. I saw a couple of little things that I didn't like, and I had the contractor come back about the wood floor. And, you know, then I said, you know what? It's a wood floor. Yeah, I love the floor. It's a beautiful floor, and I'm not going to get upset about these small little imperfections that I see. And my husband said to somebody that was here, it was the contractor, he said, you know what? 20 years ago, if she said that she would have been off the wall, she would have been crazy getting this done, it had to be perfect. Look, look at her now, her priorities have changed. This doesn't even bother her anymore. So, he noticed, he had to notice that I, you know, that these these little things they just
1: go right off your back. Well, and how great to be happy yeah how great
2: to be happy I mean I love I love the renovation I love the floor there's a couple of little imperfections there am I gonna let the couple of little imperfections come in and and pull away the happy from from the whole thing no but the, but not that that's now you know before I would have I would have been really really upset. And it, but being upset doesn't take you where you want to go. No, no, it really doesn't. I mean, I, you know, it's just, it, I, and it feels so good. I mean, like you said, it feels so good to go to bed happy or go to bed feeling good. You're not jumping off the bed and you know every night with champagne. Oh, whoopee! It's been the most terrific day of my whole life. But you, but there's an inner peace, and I think that that's worth
1: everything. That inner peace. It is. It is. And even in the old perfectionist days for both of us, the effort that we had to put out to get it just the way we wanted was exhausting, exhausting. And I'm a neatness freak. So uh, it's it's it's
2: it's exhausting. Everything's got to be exactly in the right place all the time. That's controlling. What control is is you know, that's an offset of fear because if I'm not in control, all all hell is gonna break loose. And I'm not willing to, to let that happen. So I will you know, I will have my fingers in everything. Uh oh, that's bad.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't give you the end result you're looking for. Even when the job is finally done to your satisfaction, you're so exhausted, you can't even really enjoy it. And the process of getting to that point becomes so brutal, and you and the people around you get knocked aside like bowling pins. Yeah. <laughs> What's really won at that point?
2: That's exactly right. I mean, I've got a brand-new sofa that I waited almost four months to get. It's finally here. And you know what? Lucy's up on that sofa, and I don't even have a little protective pad on it. Have fun, Lucy. This is your sofa, too. Oh, boy, that would have never happened before. That's what I
0: love,
1: Lucy. Yeah. But I'm happier. She's happier. And the sofa will survive. (laughs) And the sofa will survive. And the point is... How is the process like showing up every day? Like when you're working on a project or you're, you know, striving for a goal, what does the day to day look like? Mm -hmm. Because if the day to day is really crummy because you're negative or you're not in that space or you're not in the right head space, you can get to the goal. But what's the point you spent how many days weeks months being miserable and is that goal really going to bring you that day-to-day joy i'd bet dollars to donuts it won't yes and one thing i'll do if you
2: if you constantly stay in that state um your body's going to rebel you're going to get sick i wonder why there's so many sick people with the flu this year do you think because it's of the fear of all the craziness that's going on in the world so they're they're attacking their own immune systems with fear
1: Maybe I don't know. I wouldn't put it past it, though. No, you know, you've got to you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your your spirit,
2: and your your body, and your and your emotions. You know, it's it. This is your charge. No one else can do it for you.
0: Thank you for being with us on Powered Up Talk Radio. We hope you'll join us again. Find your purpose and discover that what you are capable of achieving is a glorious gift. Powered Up Talk Radio is a production of Beck Multimedia.